I must say, your program Midweek Matters has become popular in a very, very short time. And I personally enjoy listening to your very, very clear analysis of whatever subject you're addressing. And what I particularly like is the way that you bring in what we journalists call the human interest angle that really strikes a chord with your viewers. And that I'm sure accounts for the popularity of the program. So um, can we begin by addressing what is on everybody's mind today? You know, the results of the latest assembly elections in uh, several states and uh, a union territory. Now, most people seem to think that it is a setback for the BJP, but you have a different take on it. So yes. would you care to elaborate on that? Well, you see, uh, the four states and one union territory had gone for an election. And um, in one state, the BJP is the defender, that is Assam. They're already incumbent. And uh, in Bengal, there was they are the challengers. And uh, Tamil Nadu and Kerala, they're not big players, actually. Tamil Nadu, of course, they had a reliance with the then ruling party, AIADK. Um, and in uh, Pondicherry, because of the alliance that they could strike with the Rangasamy uh, party uh, and made it into an NDA, they turned out to be a big challenger. And now, of course, they have won the election along with uh, Rangasamy and uh, his colleagues. Um, one thing is that uh, they were able to retain uh, Assam and pretty well, pretty comfortably, which means that the that the largest state in the Northeast uh, is to have BJP as a very, very significant and, you know, uh, as a player which is going to stay there. Because you see, in uh, 2016, when uh, BJP fell into the lap of, uh, uh, I mean, Assam fell into the lap of BJP, uh, everybody thought, you know, it was, uh, it was mainly because uh, it was... Uh, uh, a very huge anti-incumbency. Tarun Gogoi was three times chief minister. Congress held power for a long time. And therefore, it was easy. If that was the case, uh, this election, BJP's performance should have been indifferent. And Congress really posed a good uh, uh, um, you know, challenge there. Um, gave a good fight. Still, in spite of the CAA and NRC agitations and opposition, BJP was able to coast to victory very comfortably. So, which means that the BJP's presence there is almost you know, certain and its penetration into the Assamese society, you can take it that it is quite deep and very real. This is one thing that you need to understand. And of course, we have dealt with uh, a small uh, union territory, Pondicherry already. Now, let us take uh, AADMK and uh, its alliance with BJP in Tamil Nadu. Now, when AADMK teamed up with uh, BJP, everybody, every political analyst said that it was going to be uh, a liability for AADMK because it's a Hindu party, Hindi party. And Dravidian land, Dravidian politics will not do that kind of a thing. But then, um, although 
you know, DM Stalin's DMK was very aggressive and uh, had a, a huge advantage to start with. You know, when the when the campaign rolled on, it was very clear that the gap was closing. Of course, it was not closing enough to you know overcome uh, the DMK challenge because you know um, again here it was a ten-year incumbency of the ADMK. Um, uh, so there was a lot of disadvantage. But then BJP in alliance with AADMK, to my uh, reckoning, fared decently. I mean, they've got four seats. And one of them, Sandhya, is uh, a challenge to the matinee idol Kamal Hassan. And it was not AADMK which won uh, against Kamal Hassan in that seat, but it was DM. I mean, it was uh, BJP. It's quite quite remarkable. Uh, you know, if, if BJP is so uh, untouchable or unpopular, um, probably Kamal Hassan would have uh, made it. So, you know, that, that if you may remove that factor, then it shows that BJP, after all, may not be a favorite in Tamil Nadu, but it's not completely unacceptable entity. So take that. You know, you have four uh, people entering uh, the uh, the assembly now, and then you come to Kerala. Kerala, they've lost one seat, which they already had in the last elections. That's fine. But then, um, the 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 kind of presence that they could make in the uh, campaign and run up to the polling. Um, and the crowds that they could mobilize, which was not enough for them to win seats, but then enough to make its presence felt. That's one. And secondly, even uh, you know, about three weeks ago, also I uh, did an analysis of you know what is going to be the scenario, what what could unfold in uh, these state elections, and I said if Congress were not to come back to power in Kerala and Assam, then its walk into the sunset is going to be hazard. That's what I said. Now, today, these two states, Congress is not able to rest back, take back from the LDF and BJP. In Kerala, because Congress had lost, and in the at the national level also, Congress is now going to be uh, on the defensive, maybe <clears throat> staring at uh, extinction, or fragmentation, or disintegration, or uh, completely electorally irrelevant. If that is the case, the the vacuum that is going to be vacated, the place that is going to be vacated in Kerala by Congress. There is a possibility. There's no inevitable things in, in, in politics, but there is a there's a high possibility that um, BJP can fill that. And another thing is that you need to see what kind of a narrative that is going on in the entire country. You know, even the the, the kind of issues that they have taken up, Chabarimala issue. Everybody, you know, had to be very cautious. You know, the this trident. Uh, position that CPM initially took, they had to temper it down and be very cautious when it came to Sabarimala issue because of the pressure that was put by BJP. So these are the... But let us come to Bengal. Now, everybody is interpreting Bengal 
TMC's victory as a major humiliating setback to BJP and especially the the um, Modi Amit Shah combined. combined. Yes. Yeah, but you see, I look like to look at it slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Number one, in two thousand sixteen, their percentage was ten voting percentage for BJP, and they had three seats. Now today. In two thousand twenty-one, in five years' time, Sanjya, they came to thirty-eight percent and seventy-seven seats. They've added seventy-four seats in five years. It's not a small thing, and they really gave a run for its money to TMC. it was it was not an easy walk it was not an easy fight for uh, tmc you know at every stage you know almost at one stage you could see that tmc and especially the leader uh, mamata berachi was crying like a victim rather than a, a comfortable incumbent you know uh, uh, going into the battlefield you know it was it was that kind of a pressure that uh, bjp could build but that other thing is you- that kind of pressure is obvious because you're bringing in the full force of the prime minister himself campaigning yes. which is very uh, difficult thing to counter right ha huh. but you see earlier also there were prime ministers earlier also there were parties same bjp maybe congress or somebody but then this kind of a penetration did not happen hmm. one and secondly sanjya <coughs> you see 60 years it was congress and cpim led left front which ruled uh, bengal now cpim took power from congress and mamata took power from cpm right so the the challenger to congress was cpm and the challenger to cpm was mamata banerjee but then those two old guard they are nowhere today and the entire opposition space is occupied by bjp now this is i think is a substantial very impressive uh progress and achievement for the bjp i do not think you know see campaign rhetoric everybody would say we would win and we would win 200 and you know we would win uh, hands down and all that everybody but i don't think the the bjp top leadership was naive to believe that they were you know uh, from 3 seats they are going to come to 3 200 seats right. i don't oh, think so yeah. realistically hmm. yeah so realistically what they what they could uh, do in 2021 is quite an achievement that's one and secondly now look at uh, now almost cpm and uh, the left and congress have become electorally irrelevant now cpm for the first time in bengal has no seat in the bengal assembly that's such a shame such a shame yes so they are completely off now that space is occupied by the bjp next time the challenge again is going to be from bjp and you know if you look at it mamta banerjee's term will be in in, in her third term right and anti incumbency will be much more than you know what it is now it is actually it, even this time also it was it was quite 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 high but then they could manage it 
it's exactly going to be somewhat similar to assam in 2016 where tarun gogoi and congress government were you know in their third term there was a lot of anti incumbency and that kind of a thing is going to probably play out in um, 2000 uh, you know next uh, whenever is the 2026 26 so it's very so this is the overall yeah obvious that bjp is playing a very long game here it's not really looking yes. at you know immediate returns and immediate rewards but it's has its eye on the big picture it looks like uh, sanjay looks like another thing is you see uh, they were one after the other you know uh, there were uh, a, a lot of flip flops from the union government from demonetization onwards to economic slowdown covid phase 1 you know the economic stress and you know minus 23 24% uh, um you know decline in uh, gdp and then now you know a lot of deaths and you see everywhere on the televisions and the newspapers people queuing up for oxygen dying cases are you know are rising you know and this kind of a thing also bjp is able to score this much that is something remarkable that's what i say you see there is there's something else i mean the bjp was able to deflect the people's attention from the you know the the joblessness and job losses income losses and uh, you know uh, economic distress and uh, um, breakdown of uh, health infrastructure yeah, and uh, not able to get ready to handle the pandemic yeah in spite yeah. of it and and you know complete collapse of you know uh, uh, pandemic uh, handling in spite of that this is a very respectable kind of a performance that's what i i i feel i hope you enjoyed this episode of spotlight with sandhya these episodes are also available as videos on the raintree media youtube channel the links are in the episode below until i'm back again with another interesting guest take care and bye bye